Hello, welcome to another episode on the BiotechNet podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen in on this episode. I am Jude Ibemiri, content creator and entrepreneur based in Lagos, Nigeria, host of the BiotechNet podcast. Welcome. So the title of this episode is The Wheat Plant. The Wheat Plant. We will be discussing the wheat plant. Wheat is a very popular cereal crop. It is one of the oldest and the most important and among the most important of the cereal crops. There are different varieties of the wheat plants. Of the thousands of varieties known, the most important ones are the common wheat, the durum wheat, and the club wheat. So we have the common wheat, the durum wheat, and the club wheat. The common wheat, also known as the bread wheat, is the most widely grown variety of the wheat plants. It is processed to flour, used in making bread. We have the durum wheat, also known as the pasta wheat or macaroni wheat. It is the second most cultivated species of the wheat plant after the common wheat. The durum wheat is known to be hard and resistant to the milling process. This makes this variety of wheat only favorable for making semolina and pasta. That includes the spaghetti, noodles, and macaroni. There we have the club wheat. The club wheat. This wheat is a softer type of is a softer type of wheat that can be used in making flours, used in making used in bread making, cake crackers cookies pastries so these are the different food products that we used that we get from the club wheat the wheat is a very 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 important food crop of course we have um, many other varieties of wheat that is not the only three wheat that we have we have other varieties but these three that we mentioned are the ones that will that will be focused that will focus our attention on. Now let's look at how a typical wheat plant looks like. The typical wheat plant has long slender leaves and stems that are hollow inside in most varieties. The, the efflorescence of the wheat plants are composed of a varying number of small flowers ranging from 20 to 100. The flowers are born in groups of two to six in structures known as spikelets, which serve to house the subsequent two or three grains produced by the flower. What is the nutritional composition of the wheat grain? What is how nutritious is it? What are the nutrients that can be found on a wheat plant? And on average, the kernel of a typical wheat grain contains 12% water, 
70% carbohydrates, 12% protein, 2% fat, 1.8% minerals, and 2.2% crude fibers. We also have um, micronutrients such as the vitamin A, the niacin, and the riboflavin, and so on and so forth. But these micronutrients can be removed, get removed during the milling process. So we should take note of that. So we can, so we can um, see that the wheat is an important source of carbohydrates and protein, two major nutrients needed by the human body: carbohydrate and protein. Globally, the wheat plant is currently the leading source of vegetable protein in human food. The one that is very much common is the animal protein. But uh, however, we uh, we need to be uh, we need to know that we also have protein that can be gotten from plants. Those are known as the vegetable protein, and the wheat is with a protein composition ranging from 12% to 30% is a very important source of vegetable protein very relatively high when compared to other major cereal crops like maize and rice wheat can be cultivated over a wide range of soils and can be successfully grown over large portions of the world Ranging in altitude from the sea level to over 3,050 meters or 10,000 feet. The wheat plant needs the, an annual rainfall of 254 millimeters, which is considered the minimum a, a quantity of rainfall needed to grow the wheat plant. 254 millimeters. The soil on which the wheat plant should be, or should be cultivated or should contain organic matter. Good with good humus content. Organic matter can be in form of manure. Manure that we can get from farm animals, from the droppings and dungs from farm animals like the poultry birds, cow, the goats, etc. So this manure can be added to the soil to increase its fertility. Let's discuss the seed of the wheat plant. The seed of the wheat plant. Okay, the seed of the wheat plant must be true to its particular variety and as free as possible from foreign seeds. It should not be contaminated. Okay, the seeds are frequently cleaned to avoid contamination by other seed crops and wheat. This seed can be treated with fungicides to prevent disease transmission mission please it's very important that you purchase good seed from credible from credible seed company it's very very important that you purchase good seed you need to get it right at the seed level it's just like when you want to build a house you need to get it right at the foundation level so that that house can stand the test of time and trials same thing with when you want to purchase a seed for the wheat plant just like in any other plant when you want to purchase the, the seed, you need to purchase from a credible seed company. You need to purchase from a credible seed company. A good seed is one that is disease-free. That is disease-free. 
A good seed is the foundation of growing a disease-free, top-quality wheat plants. The rate of sowing the seed varies from 22.5 kg per hectare upward. And what is the depth of sowing? How deep should you put in the wheat seed? So the depth of sowing is usually from 2.5 cm to 7.5 cm that is one inches to three inches deep it can be less in some area depending on the topography still on the issue of seed let's discuss the pollination in the wheat plants what do we understand by the term pollination pollination what do we understand by pollination pollination is a transfer of pollen from the male part of the plant called the stamen to the female part of the plant called the pistil this fusion enables fertilization to occur and seeds to be produced pollinating agents are agents that are responsible for pollination pollinating agents are organisms that that ensures this transfer of the pollen of the male of the male part of the pollen to the female part. Okay, so these pollination agents are the ones that initiate and sustain this transfer. And these pollination agents include insects, the birds, the animals. Okay, so they are pollination agents, and these pollination agents can also be can also be it can also be the water or the wind they have the the force to move to move this um male part of the plant the pollen to the female part to the pistil okay on the other hand the transfer of this pollen this transfer can also be initiated by the plants themselves in a process known as self-pollination self-pollination it, it will interest us to know that the wheat plant is a strong self-pollinating plant is a strong self-pollinating plant. By this, we mean by we, we mean that its pollen is carried by the stamen from a given flower on the same plant and transferred to the pistil of the same flower born on the same plant. Fertilization occurs and seeds are produced. So this. Um, this enables the variety to breathe through without no contamination. It breathes through. However, new varieties can be produced by the process of cross-fertilization. Cross-fertilization. Here, the breeder artificially transfers the stamen from one variety to the flower of another before self-fertilization takes place. Takes place. So it should be noted that this um, this cross fertilization by a breeder is really time consuming and quite expensive. But it is what it. It is what it. Why is it what it? Because it allows new varieties to evolve. New varieties of the wheat plant to evolve. So this this um, new variety have desirable characteristics that are gotten from each parent and now retained in the new plants in the offspring 
plant. So this the this desirable characteristics that are that can be developed in the new varieties through the cross fertilization process include a wheat plant with good yield and baking qualities. Baking qualities. That is when it has been when it it will be processed to flour. We will have a flour with a good baking qualities. So you can see that, that it needs to be it needs to be gotten right at the cross fertilization process. Also, the other desirable characteristics that can be um, gotten from cross fertilization is resistance to disease, resistance to drought, development of stronger and shorter straw to make harvesting easier. Typically. It takes about seven months to eight months for the wheat plant to attain maturity. Processing of wheat after harvest includes the principal procedure of milling process. The milling process. So this, the milling process involves basically grinding the harvested wheat grains with grinding stones or any other similar devices. So that grinding stone means when one wants to make use of the crude metal. But however. We are all for farm mechanization. We are all for the use of farm machines. And in the milling process, this can be executed. In the milling process, milling can be done by modern automated system employing steel, large steel cylinders, followed by air purification and numerous sieves to separate the endosperm from the outer coverings and the germ. The flour milling process that usually takes place in the flour mills is a re-elaborate process that involves huge machines all connected to one another, especially when one is producing at a, at a commercial level. Commercial level. Okay? So we have so many flour mills. We have um, um, notable flour mills here in Nigeria used to shun out this flour that we use to make our bread. We can we also have this wheat can be processed, can be processed to make pasta such as the spaghetti, the noodles, the macaroni. And we can also use this processed wheat plant to make cakes, crackers, cookies, pastries, and so on and so forth. We have so many information about the wheat plant. The wheat is a very, very popular plant, and we have um, extensive information about it, which will not be we will not be able to treat it in an episode. But however, we need to know that we this is an interactive episode. Biotechnet podcast. Biotechnet podcast set out to be an interactive, a two-way communication system. So please, if you have any information on the wheat plant. That you want to share with us please we value we value your comments okay are you a wheat farmer do you have experience um, growing wheat and you have some information you want to share with us any information on the wheat plant any topic any topic of discussion about the wheat plant that you want to share with us please we, va- we will value your feedback please send your if is if you want to send it in form of an email okay we have our email address Scientools at gmail.com. Scientools at gmail.com. Scientools is spelled S C I E N T H U S at gmail.com. Please, you can send it in form of an email and we will read out your information. Are you a wheat farmer? Are you into wheat? And you want to share your business with us or, or maybe you want to promote your business in any form? Please send that, uh, um, send us an email. Okay, we will read it out to you. 
okay and do the best we can to promote your business you can also send a voice note we have a voice note right there on the biotechnet podcast you can make it on the voice note or you can simply send us a whatsapp message of course we are live on whatsapp and what was our whatsapp um, number plus two three four seven zero eight one four two three one three nine let me repeat that whatsapp number again plus two three four plus two three four seven zero eight one four two three one three nine plus two three four seven zero eight one four two three one three nine please send us a whatsapp message and we will read out your message okay please no need to call that number no need to call that number we only accept only whatsapp message please no need to call it so just send your whatsapp message and we will and uh, we will um uh, we'll hear what you have for us okay so we look forward to hearing from you we really really look forward to hearing from you and if you want to partner with the biotechnet podcast in any way please uh, send us an email get across to us and we'll see how we can be of help to each other so we um thank you for taking your time to listen in on this um episode hey we also have our biotechnet podcast e-commerce our biotechnet e-commerce website you see out there and it's biotechnet.business.site biotechnet.business.site so please head over to the to our e-commerce website we have some products there you can order from any part of the world we are all for global e-commerce we are all for e-commerce order from any part of the world and the products right there on the biotechnet.business.site will be supplied to you thank you for taking the time i am jude ibimire your host I look forward to sharing more content with you, more quality information with you on the BioTechNet podcast. Thank you. Over and out.